Hey there, insurance dudes and dudettes. This is Craig Pretzinger, and you are tuned in to the Insurance Dudes podcast. Welcome to the second episode of three parts where I'm talking about how to scale your insurance agency without losing your sanity, if you still have any left. Let's dive in. Insurance dudes are on a mission to escape being handcuffed by our agencies. How? By uncovering the secrets to creating a predictable, consistent, and profitable agency sales machine. I am Craig Pretzinger. I am Jason Feldman. We are agents. We are insurance dudes. So in our last episode, I discussed the foundational elements of running a successful insurance agency, implementing efficient systems and processes, right? Very important. Because if we don't have systems and processes, we're going to have chaos when we scale and then we will become insane. I dived into the vital role of automation, the art of uh, delegating tasks, and also how a good CRM, CRM system can revolutionize your business. We also touched on the dangerous trip we all fall into, this crazy trap. I know I said trip, but I meant trap. Being perpetually busy without making any progress. Busy is not great, right? Busy is just busy. So today we're going to take those insights just a little bit further. Uh, I'm going to be examining how those concepts could contribute to a broader goal, cultivating a positive and productive work environment, a challenge, no doubt, but with the right mindset and the right tools, it's entirely achievable. So here's the first piece, right? The first piece of creating this positive and productive work environment. It's effective communication. This is one of those things we can think about any conflict that occurs, or let me take that back. Most conflicts that occur start as a result of communication breakdown, right? Where a message is sent, whether that's a verbal message, uh, an email message, a text, and, and really, the more you take the person-to-person -person out of it, the greater the chance of that communication breaking down. So we have to be very mindful of the message that we're sending because it's going to be perceived and received differently by that person that's getting it if it isn't clear. So we have to be really clear. We have to be really, really clear with our communication if we want to be effective. So that involves having meetings. We've talked about it over and over and over again, but these meetings have to be focused and goal-oriented. So it requires uh, that you do one-on-ones with your team, uh, with your sales agents. You want you want to allow for open and honest feedback from them about you and for, for you to be able to give them honest feedback, right? This isn't a beat, beat each other up situation. This is a, how can I be better? If we could actively listen to our team about how to be better, about what they need, sure, we may get some crazy stuff. You know, hey, I want the perfect leads. I want, I want it to be easy, whatever, right? Likely they're not going to come to you with that. But if they do, we know that that's some, some crazy stuff. They're going to actually have to do some work, but they may have some insights into how you could manage them that may be more effective. As an example, my team uh, came to me and said, hey, the feedback is good, but we also want to hear some kudos. And it's tough sometimes when you're running the agency 
to remember to stop, pause, and give those kudos. So again, effective communication is going to be bringing positivity to that conversation. I'm going to use a, a term. If you have to deliver tough news, use part of the French, but use the, the shit sandwich delivery method, right? We're going we're gonna to put that tougher piece in the middle of the sandwich, right? That's the quote unquote crap there. Uh, so the bread would be the compliment that you give at the beginning, the compliment, kudos, something positive in the beginning, frame the critique in the middle, still in a positive way. Like maybe it'd be better if you tried doing it this way, as opposed to this way. And then finally, of course, finish with something else positive. And that's going to, they're going to remember the positives. And they're also going to remember that the, the feedback was delivered amongst that stuff. And uh, it should help a lot. It does help uh, soften the blow, if you will. So we got to have that one-on-one. It's also about setting clear, attainable goals and tracking progress towards those goals regularly. So there should never be a situation where your sales team doesn't understand what they need to do, doesn't understand the expectations that you have for them, and um, and then how to get there, right? Again, we're going to be provided as the agency owner, we're going to be making it rain with the leads, right? Whichever methodology, if you're buying internet leads and using telemarketers, if you're using mailers, if uh, you're generating your own leads, whatever methodology you're doing, you have to make them busy and then you can hold them accountable, right? Uh, there just isn't enough time of the day for them to be doing all the prospecting too. So they need something to work with. You got you to give them a little bit. It is an interesting business. We've also posited on this before, but it's an interesting business in that many agents expect their salespeople to not only go out and find the opportunity to quote people, but then to also close them. Uh, and there just isn't enough time in the day. You can't do eight hours of prospecting to try to get a hold of enough of the 10 people that you need to quote if you're going to be if you're going to be quoting uh, obviously and then um, and also do those 10 quotes very difficult right there are 16 hours of the day those are two full-time jobs so set those expectations what else what else what else what else oh geez I'm so fired up here uh, so now let's talk about uh, accountability we are talking about accountability but let's not forget how important it is. Um, so those weekly one-on-ones are going to ensure that they're on track, that they're aligned, uh, and that they understand those goals. Really critical. Strive for that clarity and uh, simplicity. Sim- you know, Keep it simple. They say kiss, right? Keep it simple, stupid. Keep it simple in your communication. Uh, oftentimes, I-, I think our carriers create these goals that are so convoluted and have so many different pieces and mechanisms and conversions and doing all this stuff. We don't want to make it tough for them. Make it very easy, right? In, in my agency, it's, it's I'm going to fill them with each producer is going to get a minimum of 30 leads per day per producer. They're going to have two telemarketers dial it on those leads for them in order for them to get the 10 quotes they needed. So there should be some similar process in place in your agency, uh, regardless of what the marketing source is, you need to know that funnel. Right. In my case, it's the telefunnel. In your case, it could be the mailing funnel. Whatever it is, you got to make sure that everybody knows the numbers and the expectations. Well, you know the numbers that it takes to get there, and they know the numbers of what's expected so that you can hold them accountable. Accountability is, is critical. And finally, let's talk real quick about work-life balance. This is a term that's thrown around a lot these days, but how many of us truly, truly practice it? 
and how many of us push this towards our team to really ask that they too maintain a work-life balance. Full-time, all the time, 168 hours a week of work is not going to get you there because you're going to burn out, right? It's the recipe for burnout and then you're done, which is tough, right? And a lot of us are entrepreneurial. So we're kind of all over the place and we like to do different things. Don't go too hard, too heavy, burn yourself out and then not want to do anything. And it's the same for the team. So they're going to mimic the leader that's in place for them. If they see that you work 200 hours a week, a lot, like I used to think that was like a badge of, of honor. Hey, I get there earlier. I get there. I leave there later. What worker be looks at that and thinks, boy, I sure want that, right? I think that we actually need to do a little bit of the opposite. Show that as the business owner, we don't need to be there, right? Give them something to aspire to. Now, all of them aren't going to want to be business owners, but at the same time, many of them are. So when they see that you have that work-life balance and then you create the opportunities for them to have the work-life balance, as in, hey, you hit your goals, maybe you get a, a day off at the end of the month. Right. If you if you hit X, people love time off. Time is more valuable than their money. Right. They don't necessarily care about the money, which is why they're the worker and, and we're in the driver's seat of the agency. They may eventually aspire to be there, but they certainly aren't going to aspire to be there if they see that you got to work 200 hours a week. Right. So take that away. I might have said finally, but I forgot I had one more thing. And it just came to me team bonding. So this is more than just having fun, putting bean bags in the office or a dartboard or a foosball table, making it like Google to work at. That's great, right? Having a fun at work environment is good, but it's not simply enough just to let, just to tell them what to do, right? We can't just say, hey, I put some bean bags, go do it. We need to guide them towards where they're going. We need to establish the, the measurable uh, KPIs. And we certainly we certainly want to make this, take those KPIs and attach them to some win that they can, that they can then bond as a team, right? Because if the team, as you build and scale your team, if they enjoy working together and they enjoy each other's company, they're more incentivized mentally, right? They're more checked in to come to work. They're more checked in to beat their neighbor. They're more checked in to spend more time getting it done because they're actually having fun. And this can be fun, right? I think back to some of the sales jobs that I had over the years and some were awesome. I couldn't wait to get there. I'd bounce out of bed and then others, not so much, right? Not so much. So, and I think this is also where we get a bad taste in our mouth about meetings, right? You hear daily meetings. I hate meetings. Sure. Yeah. We hate bad meetings, but we, we do like powerful meetings that move us forward. So again, Team bonding is huge. You could do retreats. You could do uh, trips. You could all go somewhere. You could uh, you could just go bowling. Go uh, go to Top Golf. We did a, a dinner at Top Golf. If we hit 200k one month, they were going to go to Top Golf, and we did it. Right? They they made it happen. Need to do one of those again. Worked well. So that, my friends, is another agency playbook. I went a little bit longer than I thought, and I hope you you played out the whole thing, and you went the distance, we appreciate you. Don't forget, if you want to get more, if you love what you're hearing, uh, we do have a checklist uh, for how to build, how to scale and use it with internet leads. And that's the way that we do it. Uh, you could jump over on the website, download it. It's free. 
just got to put your uh, info in there and it'll unlock it. So we appreciate you listening and we will see you on the next agency playbook for insurance news podcast.